Hey, what's up? Like, totally time for 90210. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome back to the 90210 show. My name is Mark. With me, as always, is my cowed girlfriend, Carol. How you doing today, Carol? Hey, what's up? Why am I cowed? Not much. It's been a great week here. At the late fee, it is, or at the 90210 show, it is October 3rd. Yes. 1997. Congratulations. Carol, we got some some mail. Yeah, we're not talking about that until Friday. All right, we'll talk about it on Friday, but for the, I, I guess there are some people that probably just listened to the Buffy show. We have a, a Buffy show, everybody. It's called Slayer Talk. If you want to uh, take a listen to it, it's uh, releases every Friday because that's when Buffy the Vampire Slayer comes out on the WB. Yeah. Uh, so take a listen to it if you want. But for those of you who are fans, I mean, just rub your 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 rub your grubby little hands together in <laughs> like a mad scientist would. What the fuck? <laughs> you know, o- over and under like a mad scientist it's would. So weird. In anticipation of. Some just glorious news that we've got coming on Friday. Yeah, uh, stop gloating. You know, more people might vote, okay? It could happen. Oh, yeah, if you want to, for those of you that are in the know, if you want to vote on the intros for Slayer Talk, uh, late fee 1994 at AOL.com. Yeah, we're we're accepting votes all the way up through uh, Thursday. Thursday. Guess, yeah. <laughs> so. Anyway. We didn't watch Buffy for this. No, we watched some we watched 90210 for this. We watched Kelly Hoover through quite a bit of cocaine. <laughs> That's what we watched. <laughs> she really did. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my gosh. Kelly is uh, Kelly Dustbuster uh, Taylor. Like, I mean, she doesn't do anything halfway, does she? Fuck no. I mean, she ends up in a cult. Right. She ends up addicted to cocaine. Yeah. She, she, uh, I don't know. She was the class slut, I guess, in high school. Right. She does nothing halfway. She was a cover girl. Yeah. And, you know, I guess the only thing she did halfway was Brandon, you know? like Wow. I mean, they got engaged. Poor they Brandon. didn't get married. So... She said you can put the tip in Brandon. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> so, like, last episode, she had moved in with Colin. Yes, because she moved out of the beach house because... Malibu she, Barbie beach she, house. Yeah, she didn't want to. Yeah, Malibu Barbie moves out of her Malibu Barbie <laughs> beach house because Malibu... Uh, <laughs> What's Claire, I guess? Donna? Oh, Claire. Malibu yeah. Claire didn't want a vial of cocaine in the house. <laughs> Just in case it would upset the police, as you said. <laughs> police are just... <laughs> I just... I still think that... That's so funny to me. Just imagine criminals, like, walking around and be like, Hey, keep it down. You don't want to upset the police. <laughs> you don't. You definitely don't. Like, they're all kids or something like that. <laughs> don't let them know. They'll get upset. But, um, I don't know, was it this episode or last week when he said, you don't need to ask? It was last week, and I said that was a fatal error. Well, I believe it was demonstrated to be a fatal error this week. Yeah. Well, they're already out. 
And so, like, the beginning we of the start episode. out with them having no cocaine. Right. And she's all fucking jittery. And actually, I will give Jenny Garth some, some well-deserved credit in this episode because I've thought that her cocaine acting was, yeah. you know, kind of bad. Her dried out, I need a fix acting. Very good. Is really good. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I think even her high acting in this episode was decent. Like, I think she, maybe she did some uh, studying. <laughs> <laughs> some method acting. Right. But, um. She went over to, uh, I don't know. Who, who in Hollywood probably does cocaine, allegedly, now? I could tell you who was rumored to in the 70s, but. <laughs> I mean, I just kind of assume all of them do. Like Stephen King used to, but. Isn't that kind of like the rich people drug? I mean, like, well, yeah, I mean, you know, in Detroit, it's like, you know, crack on the streets, right? But, like, I think oh, in, like, Houston. Beverly Hills, it's still powdered cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> still powdered. <laughs> I like my my cocaine powdered, please. Not rock form. I like, like to salt. snort, not smoke. Thank you. Yeah, Whitney Houston. She hung out with Whitney Houston, allegedly. There, I found somebody that allegedly does cocaine. Who? Whitney Houston. Oh, who hung out with her, though? Jenny Garth. Oh, okay. To, for method I got acting. you, yes. Okay. Joke constructed. <laughs> Good Aren't job. Aren't you glad that you were all part of that? <laughs> anyway. Um, I feel like a lot of this show is just us constructing jokes. Like, like this is all the planning stage. Of tough jokes that, that that we could do. And then afterward, we should make a tape of the completed jokes. Oh, come on now. People people don't want polished. If they did, they wouldn't be listening to these tapes. That's true. You, got, you guys want the uh, you guys want the process, right? So, speaking of the process, yeah. uh, Jackie. Yeah, Jackie. Uh, Jackie O'Nassus. No. Jackie Kelly's mom is at the peach pit yes, waiting for Kelly with who else was fucking there? It was Donna. What? I don't know if anybody was fucking there. <laughs> I didn't look backstage. No, it was Donna and David. I think Donna, David, Donna, and David Kelly's David, mom, Donna, David, Kelly's mom, Jackie, Brandon, Brandon was there, but I don't know if he was there for that. I think he was there in proxy for the audience. Because he goes up to Nat and he's like, "Hey, what's going on here, or whatever?" And he's like, "Nat's like, oh, the you know whatever intervention for Kelly." Yeah. So Kelly is supposed to go meet her mom. She really wants to go meet her mom. Yeah, she's like, oh, "I don't want to disappoint her. I need to meet my mom. She's scared or she's worried about me or whatever." Right. And Colin's like, uh, "Okay, but if I'm late to go meet the drug dealer and we don't have any coke, I don't want to hear you complaining when you're coming down." And they don't say anything. They just drive off. But then next thing you know, Jackie's getting a call. No, I'm not going to be there. You know, I, I really am curious about this. Like, I mean, I guess she has a cell phone. She's got, uh, she's got, so they, I think they've shown cellular telephones a couple times. Yeah. I know we've seen them in some movies recently. It's always weird to see. And yeah. usually, obviously, the sign of somebody super rich but I don't think she has a cellular telephone. She has a phone in her car. Oh, wow. That's even more, like, rit- ritzy, isn't it? Like, a car phone? Well, I've, I've seen, like, uh, a cousin of mine got a phone with a car in it before. A phone I mean, with a car in it? Wow, that is one hell of a phone. 
I want that phone. A car with a phone in it. <laughs> so, okay, so she called her while she's on the road then. Yeah, she called from her, her automobile. That, I guess, Driving makes sense. around in my automobile. So, yeah, she blows off her mom, which means she's blowing off her intervention. Which means she's blowing off Colin while he takes her <laughs> right? to get more drugs. And I, they go to the drug dealer's house. Which is weird. I don't think most people sell drugs right out of their house. Mm. That seems risky. <laughs> well, so it depends. It depends on the situation. I'm guessing this guy is like an acquaintance of what's his face, Collins. Colin. I don't know how because he's from New York. Now that I think about right. it, right? No, he's an acquaintance because he, you know, buys cocaine. Not that I've necessarily <laughs> bought drugs before. Of course not. Never ever. But I have heard of and maybe witnessed deals that occur both on the street with people that are known to have drugs on certain corners and stuff like that and at houses. That's true. I've seen it at houses, too, now that I think about it. But it just, like, this guy seems like a major dealer, not like... Because like, he's not, not, a, not a pot dealer. Not just some right. fucking... Uh, not uh, Shane, whose last name I won't say, who had a, <laughs> his senior year of high school had a bought him bought himself a uh, what was it? It was a some really nice truck, like okay. a Ford F one fifty, brand new. <laughs> wow! And his family was not for money. Wow! But Shane was known entrepreneurial as, spirits. Huh? Correct. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, like, the only time that I ever bought any pot, it was at somebody's house. But again, like you said, it was pot. It's like, who who cares? It's pot. Like, not the same. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it's like buying a, a button. <laughs> a button? Yeah. Like a, like, you know, button. Okay. Put on your jacket. Alrighty. <laughs> I don't think that's what that means. Anyway. What? <laughs> what do you think the word button means? I thought it was a drug term. Oh, okay. Well, oh, yeah, you can. So you can. That's like an acid thing or sometimes ecstasy. They'll also put on a button, which oh. is like a little candy thing. Okay. But like uh, sometimes they'll put acid on a little, you know, button candy thing. and You just put it in your mouth. I, I will not do that. I will not confirm or deny whether or not that's. <laughs> So, okay, so they go to this dude's house and get their stash for the weekend. Uh-huh. And then they invite some people over that are Colin's friends, not Kelly's friends. Uh, true, yes. And yeah. <laughs> it looks like they did a casting call. Like, that's what it looks like. We, we, we want a casting call for some friends to come over. They have to look like fucking bikers. <laughs> they have to look like they're maybe uh, some rough uh, like boyfriend that Kelly brings home on uh, Married with Children. Right. Yeah. They do not look like they belong in this show. No. Nah. But Kelly is high as a kite and she's because she pokes her head in the room. She's she like, just might. What? I said, and she just might. You said she's high as a kite and I said, and she just might. Okay. She pokes Stop her. Stop to check you out. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Let me go. I just might stop to check yeah. you out. Yeah. 
Yeah, okay. Blister in the sun. Got it. Got it. Um. Anyway, she pokes her head in the room and she's like, hey, can I get you guys more beers? And she's just like a million oh. miles a minute. And it turns out that she took all the Coke. All of it. Yes. Like I said, hoovered right through the whole weekend's worth of stash. Well, this is actually the next day. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Because what interrupts this is that Donna comes over. And it's like she knocks oh, yeah. on the door and, and it's like, hey, it's Donna. And Colin just looks and he's like, hey, let's go outside. Yeah. Like, that's kind of shit. I mean, I know that I know they're not good friends or whatever because they're all doing drugs and stuff like that. And maybe get a swing later. I don't I don't know what the fuck is <laughs> going on with the leather and the smoking and the situation here. But but it does kind of suck when it's when it's when he's like, oh, yeah, we're all low rent. We can't be seen. By your highfalutin friend. Right. Yeah, that was kind of weird. But yeah, so he takes them outside and her and Donna talk and I don't know. She just blows her off though, right? Like Donna's like, can you, why don't you come home please or whatever? And she's like, I don't want to. I'm, you know, this is where I want to be and everything. Yeah, she just, she, basically she just blows her off. But they she also kind of make up like Donna says, I love you. And Kelly's like, I love you too. And Yeah. Yeah. I think she mentioned something about the intervention or something like that. And she's like, oh, yeah, you know, I was busy. I'm sorry. And all this stuff and everything. I don't think she called it an intervention. No. No. She she just says, you know, like talking with your mom and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, like we miss you and stuff like that. Yeah. But, yeah, she ends up blowing her off and then the other two come out. And I think that kind of that's kind of how that scene ends. Yeah. And then the next day, like you said, she he's looking for stuff. And she's like, well, I don't know, maybe all your friends did it. Mm-hmm. And then he completely sees through that, and he's like, yeah, I can't believe you just went through two grams of cocaine, which is insane. Two grams. Like, I don't know. How many lines do you think that is? Like, It's a lot. I can't even imagine that. So I've heard of guys like, allegedly, Charlie Sheen. There's a someone that allegedly does cocaine. I've heard of guys like Charlie Sheen allegedly going through like maybe seven grams in a weekend. Wow. But that's like, that's insane numbers. Right. That's like, you have to really have an enormously high tolerance for cocaine for that. Well, and this is also only one night. I mean, they got the Coke, they had people over and now it's the next day and it's gone. So two grams is a lot for like 24 hours or less. Right. Two grams is probably like five grand, too, or something like that. That's another thing I was thinking about. It's like, how rich are these people? Well, she got supposedly she got another check from her dad. Uh, it came in the mail. Yeah. Because I think Donna brings the mail over. Well, she said she got something. I don't think she said it was a check. Uh, I'm not sure. But you're right. She did mention that. You'd think that they would have paid that off with a, like, hey, this is what it is. But, like, right. she doesn't even care. Right. She didn't even want to look at it. Yeah, exactly. So Colin says to her, okay, next time you score. the co- You want more cocaine? You score it. Yeah, which is reasonable. I mean, like, I mean, I think he's scum, and this is kind of all his fault. Yeah. But in the situation they are now in, I think that's a reasonable demand on his part. I also think it's highly inappropriate of her, of Kelly, because I'm thinking back on it now. When he first started doing it during the Christmas episode, mm-hmm. you know, oh, I just want a little holiday fun or whatever. She says something like, you promised that this was behind you. Mm-hmm. So 
Kelly got in a relationship in New York while she was modeling with this guy who she knew or whom she knew had a drug problem, a cocaine problem, and her mom had a cocaine problem. Right. Like, that seems, why would you put yourself in that situation? Well, I mean, yeah, but I mean, maybe she just really liked him. I mean, I guess. I do know people like that, though. Like, I have a friend whose uh, parent died from smoking, and so... They won't date anybody who smokes or, you know, stuff like that. But understandable. Also, though, you know, there's the whole thing of where people get comfortable in situations. And, you know, she's used to being around people that need taking care of and all that. Taking care of cocaine addicts specifically. Yeah. That embarrass you during fashion show week or whatever (laughs) that episode was. It, It sucks that she ended up instead of, you know, moving on, actually just joining in. But yeah, it happens. But anyway, so she goes, as you mentioned, she goes to to go get some cocaine. Yeah, she goes back to the house of this cocaine dealer, mm-hmm. which is like why I feel like, you know, it's not a good idea. Because you just get people showing up at your door at random times wanting to score. Yeah, she knocks and she's like, hey, you know, looking for something or whatever. But he was so nice and he's just like, oh, yeah, you know, come in. Yeah, I wonder why. <laughs> We'll continue telling you what happens, and you'll figure out why he was so nice. Come on in, hang out, and he gets her something from his own personal stash. Private stash. Like, what's he call it? Uncut or, like, I don't know. No, it wasn't uncut, but, like, pharmaceutical grade or something. Pharmaceutical grade. That's what he said, yeah. Pharmaceuticals. (laughs) There's there's a woman there, I Mm -hmm. think. Yeah. uh, And another guy. And they go off into another room. Yeah, and the woman looks twitchy, like she's like coming down. Mm-hmm. And I think she's going in the other room to earn some more coke. Apparently, yeah. And so he brings out his pharmaceutical grade stuff. They snort it, and then he starts making out with her. Yeah, well, she makes out with him too. It's well, that's not- what I mean. It's not he's not forcing himself on. Like, no, he makes the first move, but she reciprocates. But, I mean, like, she's so high, I, I can't even imagine that she would or could say no at this point. Like, Yeah, I don't know if she, I don't even know if she fully grasps what's going on. Right. And then he gets up to do something, go well, to the bathroom, I don't you know. Said, you, said, you said something like uh, you heard or whatever that cocaine causes uh, amorous feelings or whatever. Yeah, right? yeah. Yeah, it does, and it, but it also can, and maybe it's just, maybe, though, it's just crack that oh. causes impotence. I don't know. Oh, no. But I think cocaine will, too. Like, That's uh, conflicting orders right there. Right? Right? Um, no, what happens is, is that that chick comes back and cock blocks him. Oh, yeah. She comes back and she's like, hey, hey, uh, you got, I want some or whatever. And, you know, hook me up or whatever. She's like, I'll, you know, I'll do you or whatever. Like, she she doesn't come out and say I'll suck your dick or whatever. But she's, that's what she's implying. Mm-hmm. It's like, at first I thought they were going to, like, have a three-way or something like that. Right. And he's like, he's trying to shoo her off because he wants to fuck Kelly. Right. And and obviously she seems into it. I, I 100% think she would have had sex with him. Yeah. Um. And he's like, okay, she's like, hold on, Kelly, I'll be right back. He's like, because he goes, if I give you something, will you leave me alone? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so he goes to the other room to give her some cocaine so that he can have go, come back and have sex with Kelly. 
And that's when the other guy comes yeah. back into the room. And the other guy's like, you have a debt to pay. Well, well, no. So she's like, hey. And he's like, hey. And he comes over and tries something with her. Yeah. And then she's like, that's when she backs away. And she's like, you know what? I'm just going to go tell, I can't remember the drug dealer's name, but tell him, you know, I'll be back or whatever. And she goes to go out the door and that's when he stops. Yeah. He's like, oh, no. You've got a debt to pay. You know how much pharmaceuticals cost? Which is weird because I thought it was the other guy's drugs. Oh, I think it was. So. I, I think he was just trying to take advantage of the situation. Yeah. And then he throws her down like he's going to, you know, rape her, yeah. essentially. Oh, yeah. Because that's 100% she, what he was going to do. She gets in the I'm going to rape you situation more than anybody else on the show. <laughs> she does. But, uh. So, I mean, I don't know. She may, she must be somewhat discerning. Yeah. I don't know if she was going to fuck that guy for the drugs. If she was thinking, oh, this is what I've got to do to get the drugs. And I'm cool with that. And then with this other guy, she's like, no, I don't like him or whatever. Or he's. He didn't seem very nice and he was not very attractive. So Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the guy she was making out with was, like you said, the guy with the drugs. He's also better looking and nicer to her. So Well, yeah, he didn't. And like we said, I mean, not like he's a great guy or anything like no, that. He's a drug dealer. I mean, but he he didn't force himself. No, he moved. He you know made a move, and then he like moved in to kiss her, and she reciprocated, and they started kissing. It's not like uh, like he didn't not not that he wouldn't have maybe I don't know, but like this his character, like you said, seemed nicer. She seemed open to everything that was going on. Yeah, but with this other guy, she was not. Which is not good, though. Like, what is happening? Like, she's, I mean, she was cheating on Colin. Yeah, 100%. And, you know, with his drug dealer, you know, like, that's not, that's not cool. Colin, Colin would, uh, would look at that as, like, insult added injury. Well, can you imagine? my own drug dealer. Can you imagine? Like, she just gets totally strung out, right? And she's basically moves in there because that's where the drugs are. And then Colin comes to score and there's Kelly like hanging on his dealer. That'd be fucked up. Yeah, that would be. You're right. But that's not what happens. Could be- you go? Could you ever go back to that drug dealer? Got to find a whole new drug dealer. Oh, uh, wow. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know if she, I mean, like she didn't do anything wrong. Who, Kelly? Yeah. She's cheating on Colin. But I'm saying as far as the drug dealer's concerned. Oh, correct. Yeah. You know, I mean, she she did run away from getting raped. No, 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 no. That's how I meant. I meant if you were Colin. Okay. If yeah. you were Colin and she cheated with your drug dealer, could you go back to that drug dealer? Oh, again? yeah, no. But, yeah, she does get away. She does get away and run away. So she, she gets away because she's like, she backs up and she's like, no, no, I just I just want some more wine. He's like, oh, yeah, it's a good idea. And they pour, they pour, he pours two glasses of wine. She grabs the bottle. And then smashes it over his head. Yeah. So she was not as out of it as I guess I first thought. And then she got into her car. She ran out the door, got into her car and drove away and called Brandon. And that's when Brandon comes to her rescue. And she he, like he she rolls down the window or whatever of her car. At first, she's just like he's knocking on her window. And she's just staring straight ahead. Yeah. Was she just like, you think she was traumatized, you know, because she yeah. almost got raped again? Yeah, I think she's probably playing the whole situation over in her head. Yeah. And just thinking about it and was like lost to the world for a minute. 
So, yeah, he takes her to the hospital, which I'm not really clear on that. Like, I mean, I'm sure she's going to go to rehab, but was she injured? Like, why why the hospital? I don't think she was injured, but I don't think he knew. Yeah. Like, I don't think he knew what the hell was going on. He knew she got attacked. Maybe they'll do like, uh, well, I don't know if they'll do like a rape kit. Well, no, she wasn't raped. Yeah. Um. I don't know. But yeah, so her mom's there in the hospital and everything, and she's going to get help now. So will this be the end of the cocaine for Kelly? That's, that's I the question. think so. I, I hope think so. this is rock bottom. At one, at one point, I think it was Valerie said, you know, some people just have to hit rock bottom. And I think that was like foreshadowing of this. Yeah. So I think it'll be a struggle and maybe it'll rear its head back again, you know, a few times or something like that. It's always a card that they can play, you know, yeah. if they need to. But I think that, I think this is the be- at least the beginning of the end of her drug use. And then, do you think she'll be done with Colin? Yes. Yeah. I think, I think Colin, Colin might be done with her, too. <laughs> I think Colin will be done for the show. I hope so. I think it'll be one of those things where it's almost like Ray, where he hangs on a little bit, and there's some tension and fighting there. But I think eventually he'll just... Be like, oh, I'm just going back to New York or whatever. Yeah, I hope so because I, I do none not of his like problems him. will be solved. He'll just still be a cocaine addict going back to New York as an artist, right? And then Ginger is Ginger's back. Do you hanging wanna, around. You want to go to Ginger? You want to end on Ginger? Um, what else are we going to talk about? Um, well, we could talk about. I guess, I guess Brandon and Keats, Susan. That I guess their storyline kind of intermingles. Kind of. A little bit. Yeah. So I guess we can talk about that as we talk about Ginger and Valerie and David. Um, so it was the last episode we, we'd left off where Ginger had asked for a night with David, right? Yes. So this episode, uh, Valerie actually talks to David about it. No. No. Yes, but that that's like at the end. Okay. So we want to we want to start first with during that intervention possible the 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 uh, what's the word I'm looking for potential the potential intervention that doesn't actually happen right. Uh, they she talks to Susan about Jonathan because mm-hmm. Susan's like oh I just wish you know Jonathan would get over me or whatever and she's like hey if she goes. Do you know anybody that he could date? And Valerie's like, actually, I do. Somebody that's new into town or whatever. But, you know, uh, my the, the gang hates her or whatever and stuff. And so she introduces them. Yeah. She takes Jonathan over to Ginger's place or whatever. Oh, well, they or, meet for coffee. Yeah, they something. meet for coffee. And she's like, yeah, um here's uh you know here's jonathan here's ginger she tells jonathan that she's easy yeah and he looks so excited which (laughs) doesn't you know speak highly of his character no but uh i guess she promises ginger this is relationship potential guy and so she puts them together that seems uh like a liar yeah you know hey she'll (laughs) sleep with you like a liar She'll sleep with you, and uh, you know he'll be your boyfriend. Right, it doesn't usually work that way. Um. 
also, real quick, it's Valentine's Day. Right. This episode. Oh, yeah. And they're having a sex out. Yeah, like like the smoke out. Like the Great American Smoke Out. It's the Great American Sex Out. And they want people to pledge to not to have sex for 24 hours. What is the point? I don't know. I mean, like, I think they were, it's for charity, they're raising money, but for what charity? For abstinence and safe sex awareness. I mean, safe sex awareness, cool. Abstinence, I don't think a bunch of college kids are going to give money to abstinence fund. That's not. Well, everyone's like, boo, essentially. That's why Steve has to step up and be like, hey, I'll do it. And he signs up and everything. Claire's like, yeah, that was a bad idea. And he's like, why? (laughs) And she's like, because I'm not signing it. Right. (laughs) And then they have a bet. Of whether or not he can go 24 hours without having sex. It seems crazy that it would be that hard. Well, here's the thing. I'd love to have that bet with you. Like, I would, I would, I would jump to make that bet with you. Because I can't lose either way. You're going to use <laughs> all your feminine wiles right. to try. So it's like, and I can hold out 24 hours. It's mm. like 24 hours of teasing and stuff. You can hold out for 24 hours if I'm not trying. If I was trying, I don't think you could hold out for 24 hours. Oh, you don't think so? Nah. Should we have our own little bets? Maybe. Okay. <laughs> we'll talk about that off air. Okay. But so bet uh, he uh, bets. So Steve, I mean, he, he makes bets all the time. That might as well be his name, right? So Steve makes a bet with Claire as to whether or not he can keep it in his pants for twenty four hours. I don't remember what the stakes were. I don't either. I don't think there were even were any. Maybe they didn't. Just... They didn't. They didn't say them out loud. Yeah. But yeah, so she's trying, gonna try really hard throughout the episode, of course, to get him to sleep with her, right? And then... wear all this skimpy stuff. They're having a. For Valentine's Day at the Peach Pit after dark, they're having a pajama party. Yeah. And Donna's outfit, I remember, was horrible. I'm trying yeah. to remember what it, it was. It was like a baby doll kind of I outfit. did not like it. No, it, was, it wasn't sexy. It wasn't, it didn't look good. Like, it wasn't flattering and it... You know, there was no sex appeal to it. It looked very little girlish almost. Which, you know, normally Donna has, you know, good taste in clothes. So I was yeah. I was disappointed. Yeah. Um, Susan. Normally Donna's dressing up like a whore mermaid. Right. <laughs> I don't, I think one, either Brandon or Susan signed up. Susan did. Susan did, yeah. Yeah, and Brandon was disappointed. Yeah. She was, she was like, oh, I signed up. Happy Valentine's Day. And he was like, oh, yeah, great, thanks. <laughs> It's, I mean, like, it's one day. Who cares? Yeah, you can have sex the day after Valentine's Day. It's just as special, everybody. But, like, it's so funny with Steve. Like, it looked like he was going to explode or something. And, like, when it finally hit, like, the 24-hour mark. Yeah. 8 a.m., I think it was. Yeah. He, like, jumps on her. And she's like, I win because I set the clock ahead. 20 20 seconds or whatever. They weren't fucking yet so no, she didn't win i don't she, know what she was talking she about she jumped the gun and then he goes i i said it uh i said it ahead of a minute or whatever or behind so, a minute yeah. Or something, yeah whichever whichever way makes sense right i'm not gonna do the math right now everybody <laughs> but he he also fucked with the clock so and so then they end up having sex in the same place they had sex the first time yeah, like the fucking closet or whatever it's not a closet there's a couch and a clock in there but well, it the was office. yeah Valerie's, Valerie's office. office yeah 
I'm sure that room sees plenty of action yeah. Yeah, without I, them. I, I scones on that couch. <laughs> uh, yeah, because what's her name? Claire's wearing this very sexy, like, low-cut thing and everything. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she looked hot. Yeah, told you. <laughs> Thanks. You're welcome. Um, I don't know what you're thanking me for. Oh, when you said told you, I thought you meant told you you look like her. Oh, yeah. I thought you were complimenting me. Huh? I mean, I am. <laughs> also. Silly me. <laughs> um, your, your boobs are bigger, though. Uh, okay. It's true. Cool. Thanks. <laughs> you're welcome. Just stating a fact. Can we not talk about my boobs on the date, please? Sure. Thanks. Yeah, we're exciting... Uh, Certain male audience members, aren't we? Anyway, go ahead. So, okay. So we've got two couples trying not to fuck on Valentine's Day. <laughs> yep. Um, then we've got... Susan and Brandon don't seem like they have too much of a, of a hard time with it at all. No. I mean, well, I mean, come on. Claire and Steve, they're like all about the sex. Yeah. Um, That's what they build their relationship around. Yeah. I mean, what are they going to talk about? Uh, the French Renaissance? I mean... Claire could. Yeah, that's what I mean. I don't think Steve could. That's what I mean. Yeah. Um, okay, though. Yes, sorry. <laughs> Shit, you distracted me so many times. I don't remember what I was trying to say now. We're talking about Valerie and Ginger. Thank you. So, you said that it was at the end of the episode, though. What I want to talk about. The David stuff, yeah. Because first... She hooks her up with Jonathan. Oh, yeah. And they show up at the party, the pajama party, together. With a plan. And so they're making out because they're trying to make Susan jealous. Yes. And it's not working? Well, it's she says it's not working, but her and Brandon are fighting. Because he thinks she's jealous. And they have some kind of dance contest. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And so they're dance. Ginger and Jonathan are dancing, and obviously Brandon famously does not dance. Right. And Ginger's like, "Oh, I twisted my ankle," and the the DJ who's doing the contest is like, "Oh, you got to find somebody else, or you're disqualified." So Jonathan goes over and asks Susan, and Susan says no, and she's and he's like, "Come on, Susan, just for old time's sake." And she punches him in the face. Right. And at that point, Brandon's smiling, and I think it's over now. Yeah. But, yeah, that was awesome. She literally punches him in the face. Yeah. She's like, you want you want my answer? Here's my fucking answer. <laughs> she finally stood up to him. Yeah. Well, yeah, and, I mean, he needed it because he's not listening to just, you know, no, I'm not interested. That's not good enough for him. So Ginger says to Valerie, I want fucking David now or my 50 grand. Yeah. So this is when Valerie pulls David into her office. And she tells him about the 50 grand, about everything that her and Ginger did. and The whole story. Yeah. And then she asks him to do it. Which I think is such a fucking stupid move. I mean... The fact that she thinks that this is going to go over and and be okay and be the solution to her problem is ridiculous. And he apparently agrees because he goes and spends the night. He says, let me think about it. Yeah. Let me sleep on it. And she says, you can't. I told you, you know, you're supposed to let her know 
today, and he kind of walks off. That he doesn't give her an answer, really. So earlier in the episode, he had given. Oh, I forgot about that. He wakes up. It's so sweet. He wakes up for Valentine's Day, and he had brought her breakfast in bed from the cafeteria or whatever they got going on in the dorms. And, yeah. Um, he had written her a poem about how much he loves her. It was very sweet. Very sweet. And so she is now alone in her room looking at the poem and like lamenting because he's not there with her because he's with Ginger. Yeah, it's fucking, it's indecent proposal. Yeah, whatever. All over again. Not as good, but yes. <laughs> and in the morning. God, I hated that movie. I love that movie. It just, the, the movie just makes me feel bad. Well, yeah, but I like movies that make me feel bad. I know you don't. <laughs> I'm a little fucked up. Um, Thank God. Or else you wouldn't be with me. Nah. So she goes and meets um, them in the hotel lobby. Well, she meets Ginger. Yeah. Ginger's like, oh, here's the tape. It was wonderful, but I don't need to tell you. Uh, blah, blah, blah. You're such a lucky girl. Blah, 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 blah. And she's like, you didn't make any copies, right? Which I wouldn't believe anything she said anyway. Right. And she's like, oh, of course not, you know. She says, honor amongst thieves. Yeah, you had a deal before, you fucking liar. Right. So then she fucks off to go back to the Clueless show or whatever. Yeah, she's got a plane to catch, she says. And David sits down, and she's like, oh, man, it was terrible. Like, thinking about you with her, I hated it, and all this stuff. And he's like, yeah, we didn't. I didn't touch her. Yeah. He's like, she uh, She didn't want me. She just wanted to hurt you. Mm-hmm. What's wrong with Ginger? Like, why does she I, hate I no Valerie so much? That's fucked up to me. So I, I think I think a big part of it is that Valerie has changed probably. Like, Valerie wanted to ingratiate herself into these fucking... Beverly Hills yuppies or whatever. And she, her and Ginger probably fucking ran scams back in Buffalo and shit like that. You know, like, I think she's like, well, you're just one of these fucking people now. So fuck you, you know? I guess. But I mean, it just seems like a lot of effort to go through just to come fuck with her. You know? I agree. I mean, it's like, she's a villain that has little to no motive. Yeah. Agreed. So it's very thin. Yeah. But so now, uh, Valerie's like, oh, great. So nothing happened. Nothing's changed. I'm so, I'm so grateful. And he's like, nah, wait a minute there. (laughs) He's like, yeah, we're done. Because you asked me to. Which, I mean, like I said, like, there's, there's no way she should have thought that that was just going to be okay. Yeah. Agreed. I'm glad that he has enough self respect to tell her, I'm, I'm done with you now. She is vile, though. I'm, I'm like, I'm very unhappy with her. Like, they were a good couple. Mm-hmm. Although, I mean, I guess really, you know, since she's a fictional character, I'm upset with the writers of the show. Right. Because they finally had a good couple that were working, and then they do this. But, yeah. I mean, that's got to be the drama, right? Yeah, I guess so. But, yeah, that's, um, that is the episode, though. That is the whole it's thing. Everything that happened. <laughs> So, uh, Carol, tell uh, everybody where they can contact our writers. So, <laughs> you can write us at latev1994 at awl.com. Mm-hmm. Check out our website at www.retrolatev.com. Yes. And tell your friends. All right, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.